welcome to the Friends and Family Guide to Speech Therapy and ADHD Coaching. I'm your host, Tracia Wong. I'm a speech language pathologist and the owner of Illuminate Family Workshop, a private practice in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm thrilled to bring you this podcast where we explore the power of communication and connection and how language plays a crucial role in both. In each episode, we'll dive into topics related to child development and language processing and how your student might benefit from speech therapy or coaching. The mission of this podcast is to shine light on the variety of ways to build up our students' confidence through language and ways to build resilience so they can be the fullest and most aligned expression of themselves in today's world. You'll get to hear about ways to support them at home and at school. We'll talk about how we can celebrate and honor a child's unique personalities while highlighting their strengths and promoting a growth mindset to do hard things. I'm here to share my expertise and experience with you, but I also want to hear from you. So if you've got a specific topic or question you'd like me to cover, send me a DM on Instagram at Illuminate Family Workshop. Let's jump into today's episode. Let's talk about some hidden and common challenges of twice exceptional students. What does it mean to be twice exceptional? Or as it's often abbreviated, 2E. I'll be referring to individuals who are considered gifted and talented and have learning differences or disabilities. These students have remarkable strengths and capabilities that stand out while also facing unique challenges that can sometimes be overlooked or underestimated and vice versa. The challenges that stand out while the strengths and talents are overlooked and underestimated. Understanding and supporting twice exceptional individuals really requires a holistic approach that recognizes and nurtures talents while providing necessary assistance for the areas that they struggle in. I wonder if you're like me and have also had a handful of existential crises when it comes to labels. Labels being something that sometimes is limiting and also helps us find our tribe something that can be misused, and also give us insight into ourselves and others. Hey, ultimately, you, me, our students, and neighbors are all multifaceted and complex individuals, so let's cherish that diversity. If I had an applause button right now, I would be hitting it. And in the spirit of cherishing that diversity, in this case specifically neurodiversity, As you listen to this episode, I want you to step into this framework where we are about to acknowledge this intricate blend of a student's abilities and challenges. And by embracing this framework, we can break stereotypes and create that nurturing environment. Okay, cool. Let's go over three challenges for 2E students. These challenges are common um, and they are also often concealed, making your awareness of them crucial. This knowledge is going to empower you to recognize the challenges and brainstorm some creative ways that are specific to supporting your student. I've had families express to me their concerns about being isolated and not knowing how to support their student effectively. And if you've ever felt this way, know that you're not alone. Your island now has a familiar face with a metaphorical coconut beverage in hand. I am here to support you. Number one on my list of challenges for 2E students is inconsistent performance. Twice exceptional students may display inconsistent academic performance. They might excel in one subject while struggling in the other, 
really leading to confusion and difficulty in understanding and identifying the root cause of their difficulties. Now, this is an easy one to overlook because it might look like a behavioral issue on the outside. It might look like, oh, that student was goofing off in class, that student didn't try hard enough. And for any and all students, we should be asking ourselves, why? There's usually an unmet need beneath the surface. I think most of us would agree our students are allowed to not be consistent. Us as adults riding the waves of life have variability in our bandwidth at work and at home and in our community based on the season that we're in, right? But when you see roller coaster performance, roller coaster academic performance, we need to start thinking critically about why this is happening. It may not always be that they're twice exceptional and there's that unmet need, but it could reveal other important facets of their learning style. Also, start to notice your own thoughts and expectations and where we might inadvertently hold our students to their best performance and expect them to replicate it consistently. One of the most helpful things that we can do for our students and with our students, our students can be participators in this too, is look and consider the circumstances that contributed to that peak performance. Let's go over three of them right now. One of the factors contributing to inconsistency is cognitive load. Engaging in tasks that require significant cognitive effort for some students that'll be writing, reading, or sustained attention, or all the above, can be more challenging for our 2E students. And this can lead to fluctuations in their performance, especially if they're expending a lot of mental energy on tasks that are less aligned with their strengths. All right, factor number two is going to be stress and overwhelm. The pressure to excel in both their strengths and their areas of challenge can create stress for our 2E students. And this stress can impact their performance and lead to inconsistencies as they might feel that overwhelm and anxiousness when dealing with tasks that are more challenging and not having the support to navigate them. And we'll jump into a little bit more of that um, later in this episode. Number three, and lastly, uh, motivation and interest play a role as well. 2E students often thrive when they are engaged in topics that interest them. Their performance may be inconsistent if they find a task boring or not aligned with their passions, leading to those variable outcomes. Now, not everything is going to be interesting to a student. I get that. There are plenty of things that you and I do as adults in today's society that don't exactly light us up, but why do we do them? Really though, think of that thing that doesn't light you up. Why do you do it? How is that tied to your bigger identity and who you are and who you want to become? It's crucial for our students to understand how doing things that we don't want to do and that are challenging can still fall under the category of things that are aligned and contribute to our personal growth. To recap here, challenge number one on my list, inconsistent performance, Factors that contribute, cognitive load, stress and overwhelm, motivation and interest. All right, let's move on to number two on this list of common challenges for 2E students. And number two is going to be mismatched support and mismatched strategies. I think we can all agree one size does not fit all when it comes to education. 
I'm not going to give you broad brush recommendations when it comes to traditional school settings versus alternative school settings, public schools versus charter or private, because it really depends on the student, the family, and what works for them at this point in time, as well as just keeping in mind that that can change as the student gets older. So start to notice what kinds of conversations you're having with your family, with the educators that you're involved with, your team, and what kind of support you're focusing on. When support focuses solely on addressing a student's challenges, that can be a recipe for overlooking their exceptional strengths. And this underestimation and overlooking can lead to a lack of opportunities for them to develop and excel in their areas of talent. If interventions are not tailored to their abilities and interests, they might become disinterested, disengaged, or even resistant to participating in those support activities. I mean, that that makes perfect sense to me. Imagine if you went to work and your higher-ups were only focused on the things that you were challenged by. That would kind of suck, right? And you might have some low self-esteem and a negative self-concept, and you might think, I don't think I should do this work thing anymore. I was in a conversation with a colleague the other day, and we were talking about the power that we hold as adults and prominent influences in a student's life to help them see themselves as we see them. And gosh, I really hope that your own life's path was filled with positive affirmations and people telling you how much they believed in you and rallying beside you. But if it wasn't, think about that person, maybe it was a coach or a mentor, that acknowledged you for your strengths and how that propelled you forward and how that probably changed the trajectory of your path. That being said, that unwavering support needs to be backed up by tactical strategies. Mismatched strategies can be a challenge for 2E students. And it's so important that we have a snapshot of how this student learns best. And to figure this out, we have to know the student, have that relationship with them. This is the exciting part here. I have seen incredible things happen to a student's self-esteem and their academic performance when that student has a multidisciplinary team that is setting goals with the student, celebrating wins with the student, and adjusting and course correcting with the student. This is the life skill that we're practicing in the metaphorical classroom that they can take with them as they pursue their own aspirations. If you're a listener of this podcast, it's likely that your own testimony includes a version of this process of experimentation, reflection, and adaptation. This is actually the cornerstone of my work with my one-on-one clients. And if you're intrigued about that, reach out to me. Um, my email is in the show notes. Hello at illuminatefamilyworkshop.com. Now transitioning to number three on this list of common and also hidden challenges of 2E students is perfectionism and anxiety. You don't need me to tell you that these traits have a significant impact on a student's academic performance, emotional well-being, and overall development. Even if there isn't pressure directly from you as the adult in their life, there can still be a couple different types of pressures to excel in their areas of strength, coupled with the challenges that they face in other areas that can contribute to this perfectionism and anxiety. Okay, what does this look like on 2E students? 2E students with perfectionistic tendencies set extremely high standards for themselves 
often higher than what is quote-unquote realistic or quote-unquote achievable. They strive for excellence in their areas of strength and may feel frustrated or disappointed when they fall short of their own expectations. Perfectionistic 2E students may also have a fear, an intense fear of failure. They may avoid taking risks or trying new things if they believe that they won't be able to meet their own high standards. And this fear can hinder their willingness to explore new challenges. Perfectionism often leads to overthinking and ruminating about mistakes or even just the perception of a mistake, perception of a shortcoming. And this constant self-criticism can lead to anxiety and a negative self-image. I see this hindering the learning process all the time. For example, a student might avoid asking questions or seeking help out of fear of appearing less capable. And this reluctance to seek assistance can really impede their understanding and their growth. Anxiety can also interfere with executive functioning skills like organization and time management. Not having the literal brain bandwidth for keeping up with tasks and responsibilities. You know when you are navigating something massive in your life and it's all consuming? I mean, I really hope you can say, I don't know what that's like. It's all rainbows over here. But if you can relate to this, you know that that feeling can feel crippling. And you may look at your student scenario with your adult brain and see that that test isn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of life. But your student doesn't have that point of reference yet. So it kind of is a big deal. Our students are learning to navigate these big deals for the first time. And this is why I am so dedicated to cultivating a growth mindset, emphasizing progress over perfection. This is why I have weekly one-on-one sessions with students. This is why I bring mindfulness and self-regulation tools, breathing exercises, and grounding techniques. We can't access the higher cognitive functions of our brain when we're in that fight or flight state. And normalizing imperfections is going to help our students realize their worth isn't solely determined by their achievements. Boom, there is tonight's dinner table discussion. What is our worth really determined by? Your student is making up their own story, trying to make sense of this all, just like you are. I wonder, what kind of tone are you going to set, are we going to set, about what it means to be a multifaceted, multi-passionate person? How are we gonna talk about the ADHD brain? Building the right support system for your student is crucial, and finding a team that truly understands their needs can make all the difference. And there you have it, a deep exploration of the hidden and also common challenges faced by twice exceptional students. Today, we've shed a light on the intricacies of their journey from inconsistent performance to the need for tailored support and strategies and the profound impact of perfectionism and anxiety. Remember, being twice exceptional means navigating a unique blend of strengths and challenges. And our goal here is to break down stereotypes, nurture growth mindsets, and foster an environment where these students can truly flourish. As we conclude, I encourage you to reflect on what you've heard today. Are there aspects that you've recognized in your own experience or in the students that you work with? 
Let's keep these insights in mind as we continue our journey of empowering minds and unlocking potential. Thank you for joining us on this episode. If you are hungry for more valuable insights, please remember to subscribe and share and stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time, keep embracing those complexities and celebrating the victories of your incredible students.